are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Now, I want us to go to Genesis, the 19th chapter. We read there in Hebrews, in fact, let me quote it again, where it says, If the word of angels was steadfast, and every transgression and disobedience receive a just recompense or reward, how shall we escape if we neglect so great a salvation, or so great a deliverance that comes by the ministry of angels? Now, in Genesis, the 19th chapter, we'll pick up with the story here in verse 15, where the angel was sent to Sodom and Gomorrah to lead Lot and his family out of the city. Now, we pick up in verse 15, And when the morning arose, then the angel hastened Lot, saying, Arise, take thy wife and thy two daughters, which are here, lest thou be consumed in the iniquity of the city. And while he lingered, the men laid hold upon his hand, and upon the hand of his wife, and upon the hand of his two daughters, the Lord being merciful unto him, and they brought them forth and set them without the city. And it came to pass that when they had brought them forth abroad, that he said, Escape for thy life, look not behind thee, neither stay thou in all the plains, escape to the mountains, lest thou be consumed. Now, this verse 17 where he says, Look not behind thee, now that may sound insignificant in all the other instructions that he gave them. Now, what difference would it make if they look back? I mean, you just don't see any reasoning behind that. But now remember what we read in Exodus where God told the children of Israel that I've dispatched an angel to go before you and keep you in the way and lead you to the place that I've prepared for you and obey his voice. Don't provoke him because he won't let you off. He won't forgive you. He doesn't have to forgive you. He's not human. He won't let you off for disobeying what was spoken. Now, the angel speaks what God says. Now, I don't know why it was so necessary that they didn't look back, other than the fact that she turned into a pillow of salt when she did. I mean, that's uh, the reason that it's there. It's there for some reason. And when she disobeyed, then she got the results of the disobedience. For the words of angels are steadfast. Now, notice as you read through this, we'll not go through all of it, but Lot talked the angel into letting him go into a certain city there. Verse 22, it says, Haste thee, escape thither, for I cannot do anything till thou become thither. Therefore, the name of the city was called Zor. Now, there's something here in verse 22 that I just want to throw in. It really doesn't have a whole lot to do with what we're talking about, other than the fact that angels are ministering in this nation today and in the world. And if we'll believe and call for the manifestation and obey the word of God, they'll get more involved in this nation. There are prophets of doom that want to get on television and radio and prophesy that this nation is going to fall and that God's sending judgment upon this nation. But I want you to notice here in this situation that God had talked with Abraham about destroying Sodom and Gomorrah, and Abraham said, would you destroy it if there's 50 righteous? God said, no, I wouldn't. And he finally talked him down to 10, and Abraham thought, surely there's 10 righteous there, because he knew Lot and his family, there's almost that many of them. 
But you know, uh, he left it at that. And here, this angel says to Lot, you got to get out of here because I can't do anything about destroying this city or bringing judgment upon this city until you are out of it. Now, I believe that's significant even for us today in that God is not going to destroy the righteous with the wicked. Oh, I'm sure there's judgment coming upon the wicked nations of the world. And I know that there's a lot of wickedness in this nation. But there's surely more than four righteous people in this nation. And besides that, there's millions and millions of Christians that are interceding for this nation and prayer going up continually. This nation is doing about 95% of all the missionary work and spreading the gospel throughout the nations of the world. And the prophets of doom are prophesying that it's going to be destroyed and we're all going down the tube. You can forget it, Mac. It's not going to happen as long as we hold fast to the Word of God. No, we can stop it from being destroyed. This nation's not going to be destroyed as long as the righteous people will hold fast to the Word of God. It may be destroyed, but it'll be after we leave. Thank God, I'll tell you, we're going to hold this thing here and hold it together until we get ready to leave, thank God. God will not destroy the righteous with the wicked. Now, I just wanted to throw that in there. I'll tell you, I'll get stirred up about this sometime. Now, notice what happened here in verse 26. But his wife, Lot's wife, looked back from behind him, and she became a pillar of salt. Now, the significance here is the fact that she disobeyed the word of the angel, which evidently came from God. It was actually the word of God. She provoked an angel. Now, it seems to be a very insignificant thing, but evidently it was more significant than we can understand at this point. It was disobedience. It was unbelief. In other words, she didn't believe what the angel said. Now, if an angel was dispatched to the children of Israel, and he was, to lead them to the place that God had prepared, and you know the story there, God used that angel. By a cloud by day, he led them in a fire by night. And then when the enemy got close, it was light where the children of Israel was, but it was dark where the enemy was. And God caused light on the children of Israel and darkness on the enemy. And I believe that this is prophetic and symbolic of the end time. That when God is leading us and directing us in this end time, that we will walk in great light while the world of unbelievers and wickedness shall walk in darkness. Because I believe that our light is growing lighter. Well, I know it is because the Spirit of God has said this several times in meetings through prophecy that as we come closer to the end of time, our light shall grow lighter because we're coming closer to the kingdom of light. But the world and the unbeliever and the wickedness of the world, as they come closer to the end time, they're getting closer to the kingdom of darkness. So their darkness shall grow darker. So God is going to give us great light in this end time. So look for it. Use what light you have and you'll get more light. Now, this angel had given instructions here, but the instruction was not obeyed. The angel did not forgive her and say, well, she just didn't understand. Uh, nothing's going to happen to her. I'm just going to protect her anyway. No, the angel didn't do that. It didn't make him any difference how she wanted to go. Pillar of salt or <laughs> live her life out. She disobeyed. 
and it cost her her life. Now we see in the New Testament where Zacharias provoked an angel. It was not to the point that it cost him his life. But as you read there, in fact, I think we ought to turn to that because there's some things there that'll help us. Luke, the first chapter. We've mentioned this one of the other sessions, but I want you to see it in your Bible. Verse 11, Luke chapter 1. And there appeared unto him an angel of the Lord standing at the right side of the altar of incense. When Zacharias saw him, he was troubled and fear fell upon him. But the angel said unto him, Fear not, Zacharias, for thy prayer is heard, and thy wife Elizabeth shall bear thee a son, and thou shalt call his name John. And thou shalt have joy and gladness, and many shall rejoice at his birth. For he shall be great in the sight of the Lord, and shall drink neither wine nor strong drink. And he shall be filled with the Holy Ghost, even from his mother's womb. Many of the children of Israel shall be turned unto the Lord their God. And he shall go before him in the spirit and the power of Elias to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children, the disobedient to the wisdom of the just, and to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. And Zacharias said unto the angel, Whereby shall I know this? For I am an old man, and my wife well stricken in years. (laughs) Now, you would have thought that if this man has been praying, he and his wife have been praying now for years to have a child. And uh, you would have thought he would have just had a shouting spell when this angel came and said, Zacharias, your prayer has been heard. And your wife is going to bear a child. You'd have thought he'd just turn <laughs> handsprings, you know, and just had all the joy in the world about it. But he didn't. In essence, he said, how do I know you're telling the truth? Now, that's paraphrasing it, but he's saying in so many words, well, whereby shall I know this thing? For I'm an old man well stricken in years. He said, you're going to have to give me a sign so I'll know that it's really true what you're saying. Well, that angel, now remember, angels do not have the right of choice. They have the ability of choice, so what the angel said had to come from God because they say what God says. They don't just decide just on the spur of the moment what to do. So evidently God said, if we don't get this guy's mouth shut up, then this will never come to pass. See, there are certain things that God prophesies that are conditional. And if the conditions are not met, it doesn't come to pass. It's just like the thing the angel said to Lot's wife. Now flee to the hills and you'll escape. But don't look back. Now, if you look back, in other words, I'm not responsible for what happens. And, of course, she disobeyed and she turned to a pillar of salt. She lost her life over disobedience. But now here you find that Zacharias wants a sign and the angel, in so many words, if you'd allow me to paraphrase it, he said, I'm going to give you a sign, all right. (laughs) You're going to be dumb and not able to speak until the day it comes to pass. Now, you see, when God decrees some things, it's going to come to pass. Thank you so much for joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Now, before I leave the broadcast, I want to remind you that all of this week we have a CD offer number 7404. It's entitled, Where Satan Gets His Power. You might be surprised. Four CDs for $29 plus $5 postage and handling, a total of $34. Have you ever considered this? Where does the enemy get his power? Did God give it to him? Did he just generate his own power and just do his own thing? Absolutely not. 
then where does Satan get his power? You'll be surprised to find out in the Word of God that he gets it from you. Your words, your body gives you authority on this planet. And if you don't submit yourself to God and resist the devil, he will not flee from you. But if you will submit yourself to God, resist the devil with the Word of God, he will flee from you. But you know, you hear so many people butting up with the devil. They say, well, you know, the devil does this every time. Every time we get things that are going real good, then the devil comes in, throws a monkey wrench in the deal, and tears everything up. He does that every time. Oh, is that right? Did you know that the Bible says that you will have what you say if you believe and doubt not in your heart and believe what you're saying will come to pass? Mark eleven twenty three and 24. Then Jesus in Matthew twenty one twenty two said, All things, whatsoever you ask in prayer believing, you shall receive. Well, what about speaking things you're believing? Same thing, because Mark eleven twenty four says, Therefore, what things soever you desire, when you pray, believe you receive them, you shall have them. That's CD offer number 7404. It's entitled, Where Satan Gets His Power. Four CDs for $29 plus $5 postage and handling, a total of $34. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. That's 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Kemp reminding you, the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Caps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Capps Ministries and our listeners in this area.